0: Three, two, one, go.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the Triad of the Fours podcast. Podcast podcast from Puerto Rican friends coming together to do deep dives into Star Wars and other nerd related media. We are back. Sorry, we're back. We're back. Again. But priorities season finale of Mandalorian season three. Just oh, happened, oh, so we would be remiss if we didn't come back, even though we're a little behind. So we're going to be talking about chapter 23, The Spies, and then chapter 24, The Return. This time, really, The Return of our Five.
0: True, true, true. We
1: true. do have a legit reason for having a hiatus. If you don't know, Goose here, our co host, was representing for the triad at Oh,
0: yeah. Woo! Which
1: was fantastic the panel that we were on live is on youtube so be sure to check it out (laughs) yes (laughs) please check it
0: out it was awesome uh Uh,
1: talk about your experiences there what to look forward to most about all the announcements and everything but yes mando priority
0: where do we start where do we start i mean let's start and not to you know toot my own horn but let's start at star wars (laughs) celebration because We'll do a separate episode about a Star Wars Celebration because there was so much to talk about. That so many announcements. Now we're absolutely excited for uh, so many experiences, so many friends, so many things that happen at Star Wars Celebration that we need its own episode to discuss. However, during the Lucasfilm Showcase, uh, I have to watch it live. Watch it live. <laughs> it's like it's like I've seen. I've seen John Favreau definitely like uh, uh, more this year in person than I've seen some actual friends. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry, man. Uh, but during the Lucasfilm showcase, obviously they discussed uh, Mando and 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 whatnot, and we were absolutely unexpectedly blessed with a wristband to after the convention. I think it was like at five or six or something get a screening of the newest episode which at the time was despised before anyone else so we saw it like maybe four or five days before everyone saw it so we had to live with that secret of that incredible episode for the longest time so that's one of the that's one of the things that one of the few things that make a uh, star Wars celebration so 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 special is like getting those little surprises that you know get to con- that get you to connect with star wars in such a such a fun way because and that proves something that we've been saying for a while and that uh kind of confirmed it while being there is that star wars is great On Disney Plus, it's great on TV, but it's meant for the big screen. It's meant to be seen on the big screen with a whole group of fans that are just excited to watch something together because the energy while we were watching The Spies was phenomenal it's just like being there with all those fans going crazy at the right times laughing with you during the you know comedic moments and then like being shocked and being like <gasps> when things happen yeah. it's just like so memorable and so special that it's something i will never forget it's something that i'm looking forward to in 2025 when we get finally mm-hmm. some new star wars movies come on yes. kathy kennedy stop promising yes, please, deliver
1: please. but no i have to say to me, that I didn't get to experience it there. And I know what the difference is, obviously, because I've been a stan as since forever. And since the first time I saw the originals on the big screen, you you know it hits you mm-hmm, different. Mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to be at the Ender premiere, and those first three episodes will always hit different just because oh, yeah. we were oh, yes with the people. But even considering that I wasn't there to experience it with you guys, and oh, I'm so jealous that I wasn't, that
0: japan episode, japan
1: the spies is still i think one of the best episodes oh, yeah. of the season if not arguably the best this,
0: it's so, it's not just a season i would i would go uh, on a limb and all, say Mando. of yeah. all maybe you know the best of all man but it's definitely a top five episode mm-hmm. of all three seasons it was so, glorious I remember, obviously
1: i can't say anything because i'm part of try and it's all secret but i remember when you just watched it it's like oh my god I got to see it live. You are not.
0: You're not ready. You're not ready.
1: And I was not ready. I was not ready. You're not
0: ready. And we'll, and we'll, obviously it's not spoilers anymore because the episodes are out. Oh yeah. Uh, But, but it was, at least for me, one, right now, this this is gonna come out on friday uh but uh, the episode came out on wednesday so i'm still dealing with my emotions of the season finale because i at least for me and we'll get to we'll we'll get to that episode but for me like i had such conflicting feelings between last the within, between the spies and the return it was like because i was at the highest of highs with the spies and we'll and we'll <laughs> And we'll get to that, and we'll get, and we'll, and we'll get to the return. And we haven't
1: even talked about it yet, so this is a new conversation.
0: So it's exactly we haven't we haven't discussed. Actually, we haven't discussed any of these episodes we, nope. because of this like uh, chaotic, hey, uh, hi, hi, like London unplanned Puerto hiatus. La, Puerto, uh, Puerto Rico. It's, it's been, it's been crazy, it's been great, great guys. Uh, but don't, don't fret this because there's a hiatus doesn't mean Triad's gone. Triad is here. It's healthy. It's better than ever. We have so many cool That's things planned. So, not... cheers uh it's uh, this is the real beginning of trial of the force people you heard it here first 2023 <laughs> is the true beginning like i think we've gotten <laughs> our stride we've been writing uh, a high we've got our shit figured out not our scheduling but our shit is figured out uh so get ready we're gonna we're gonna have some fun uh but uh, Nani, yeah Nani. let's start with you what did you <laughs> I, said we had... I said we had other yeah. people here yeah. uh yeah it's like I'm I'm still like in You're hosting duties, like, yeah. yeah. I'm still hosting, like. Uh, and
1: back to you. Bob. Back to you, but yeah,
0: yeah. it's like uh, back to back to the studio, uh, but yeah. What was your What was your reaction uh, with the spies? Okay, let's, let's Let's talk about the spies before going into the the finale. Yeah.
1: So the spies, I I didn't know what to expect with it because we have been getting such like different tones in different episodes, even though in general, I have been really happy with the direction that the season has been going. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then this one, I was really happy for it to start very Blade Runner, very Andor. Yes, I yes, yes. I love that I can use Andor and Blade Runner in the same sentence, <laughs> and it makes me so happy. But yeah, you get like like darker. I love every single time that we see horissant and we've seen so many versions of horissant now after being restricted to just like animated versions of it so every time we see it i'm just like happy all over again and then we get to see katie o'brien who has just been killing it this entire season and finally finally we get moff gideon
0: how did that feel (laughs) because because we had that little cliffhanger of Carson teva right discovering the lambda shuttle that he that he was in and then with the best car and 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 here's the here's the thing like obviously i don't want to get too far ahead into the finale into the finale but i feel that we were uh, this is getting into finale territory but like they they sprinkled in like so many well now we can say it right now we can officially say red herrings where we've been that
1: were kind of never discussed or were left in the air. Well, or kind of didn't the, hit the
0: landing. I,
1: but I this one it was a redheading because it was Beskar.
0: It was Beskar, it right? This
1: wasn't worn by Mandalorian.
0: Exactly, and and I think but, that was how does okay how 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 do you think we should handle this? Should we omit the finale and just talk about how we felt for the spies while watching the spies, I think or should we, we? Can't really do that. I right. think it's inevitable it's, that it's now it's the defended. well, the well yeah. has been poisoned. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we're not using that as a derogatory term. It's a, it's a legal term, so to speak. The parlance of 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 nanny here. Uh, as she as she approaches the final Have countdown biased liar school. And
1: there is no turning back.
0: Um, there is no turning back. That's true. There isn't. And you know, you, you you wanna you wanna speculate responsibly as we always do in our final segment of all our episodes, but I feel like there was like a deliberate misdemeanor. Okay, let's not say deliberate. We don't know their intentions, but there was a misdirection with a lot of the things that happened, specifically with the spies, but also with the rest of the season. That yeah. kind of made you feel that things were going in certain directions, right. and not to say that the payoff in the finale was necessarily bad, because I don't think it was a bad episode at all. I think the finale was was a really good, it was a really good episode. But yeah. when not you, necessarily a finale, when you. Well, it's, it's 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 new beginnings right it's uh, it's the yeah. beginning is like I, I did a post on twitter a yeah. smashing pumpkin the song the beginning, beginning the, begi- the, the beginning the beginning is the end is the beginning which is basically what happened it's just like we just reset the game we 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 reset the schedule basically uh, the 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 chess game is over and we put the pieces back and we're going to start the game again uh which i think is super clever it's just like it's like a clone wars thing right where instead of having like a three episode arc this was a three season arc and now the new arc of The Mandalorian is going to start, which which and fine. It's a
1: very cowboy ending as well. Like, I'm sitting on my ranch, in my balcony. Watching my and I liked and it. I, I, like, yeah, it's fine.
0: I, I like that there is a happy ending to, to Mando and Grogu for now. Uh, but the spy set up so... I mean, let's begin with the title. The Spies. So it, it literally implies more than one. And at the beginning, we get Elijah Kane, which incredible. Katie O'Brien. Bless, bless her. She's incredible. Yeah. Uh, so that's one. And then, like the rest of the episode, we're like, who's the, who's who's the other who's the other one or other ones. So yeah. I we're keep all speculating. waiting for the
1: trap card. I keep waiting for the backstab for everything. And I kept expecting it in the final episode as well. It's like, oh, they hinted at it, and we're gonna get it in the finale. And then it's just like, especially
0: with how the episode ends, right? As the episode builds up, builds up so much and does so much well. When we get the ship, uh, the the pirate ship with the with the abandoned Mandalorians, which is so incredible, and then with the Kaiju destroying the ship, it's like the the build up just you know keeps keeps built. I mean, it's, it's it's redundant to say the build-up builds up. <laughs> the, the the pressure cooker, you know, keeps keeps increa- increasing its pressure until like we finally get to. The bowels of the city, and we get to the great forge, and then all of a sudden, bam! Like we get all the uh, commandos with the Beskar, and the and that fight is incredible. And then all of a sudden, you get right before that the armor very sketchy, being like, "Oh, I yeah. have, to, I have I to have to
1: take the wounded and regroup, and
0: I have to I have everything. to piece out all of a sudden." And it's just and the way that it's filmed and framed, you think that at least for me while I was watching, I was thinking two things. I don't know if you were thinking the same thing. I'm like either she's escaping because she knows what's coming and she's gonna wreck shit up like in the in the command ship or she's genuinely going to the ship to like bring the sick and she doesn't know what's coming so like the way it was friends either something yep. dark is happening because of a betrayal or because something's gonna happen to her excuse me once she reaches the ship right none of those
1: things happen i was kind happen. of expecting <laughs> the double cross but yeah, but in general, there was something ominous, because especially the way it's shot, like you were saying, and it's shot beautifully. Like, there's nothing, I mean, the, these last, both episodes were just incredibly gorgeous. Kudos gorgeous. to I mean, Rick Famojiwa.
0: People. He but killed it. the way it, yeah. that
1: it's shot, that you see, you know, the sea of clouds and the mm-hmm, ship mm-hmm. heading out, and then you know that once the sea of clouds is crossed, communication out. So Mm -hmm. you don't know what's going to happen from the other side. You're completely disconnected. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. So
1: that disconnect for me from the surface to the air above the planet of Mandalore, for me, was super significant. And then it wasn't used enough. Like, Mm -hmm. visually, Mm -hmm. it was uh, so... And, you know, they kind of led into that.
0: Exactly. It built up, and there was no payoff in the next episode. Because we don't oh, see, we don't see her land. We don't see anything that happens while she's there. The next for thing we a while, see, I
1: was like, "Where is she even at?" Right, exactly. Oh, she's secretly plotting something. Exactly, go, oh, like, exactly. Your, yep. Your people are coming to help you, and it's like, oh,
0: if she was all of a sudden she's in, yeah, all me. of a sudden she's just leaving to help everyone. Yeah. I was like, wait, whoa, 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 what's happening here? But what's I mean, happening? Like,
1: wait, well, then why where, why was she missing from like twenty minutes? You know, like if she
0: which was it's it weird. was it, it was it was weird and and that's the thing that again i was disappointed by and i'll get over it you know it's, i'm not gonna be one of those fans just because it didn't hit the mark for me i'm gonna hold a grudge it's like oh john favreau betrayed it's like whatever man like not everything connects with you but you just be be cool about it but also yeah. also accept when something let's not be also positive for positivity's sake if something didn't connect with you yeah. let's be honest and have a good faith conversation about why it didn't happen. I think that's what we're doing. That's that's why triad is better than everyone.
1: (laughs) Well, because we have to admit, I mean, expectations were high. Mm -hmm. We do that to ourselves, obviously, as fans. We always have high expectations. But this is Bando. Uh, Coming off the spies, there's Mm -hmm. a reason that expectations are high. So Mm -hmm. I try to keep my expectations, like, moderate as much as possible because I tend to be disappointed a lot and I remember when I was watching the episode I was thinking well this is gorgeous oh this is fun it's okay but then the longer it kept going it more and more I would feel like I don't know what it is stop criticizing it so early nani just wait for it it's it's gonna build mm -hmm. up we're gonna see where this goes and then I was like okay it's building up it's good there's just something missing but like the payoff never completely
0: yeah but that's the thing like i think i think we're also blaming ourselves too much for oh well our expectations but no because we should that's not fair we should we should yeah they were built and like obviously like we we should (laughs) our feelings are valid damn it like our feelings are valid because we should be able to expect something based on what the show has been building up for us
1: Me was something that we've talked about a lot that we were kind of worried about how it was going to get handled which was the whole cult extreme religious-ness yes. yes thing that was happening that we were confused are they saying this is okay are they gonna come mm-hmm. back and say that this isn't okay and what they ended up doing was like
0: nothing nothing it's, it's like, like oh never oh, mind never we mind all of that
1: we got to turn on the forge let's forget all these centuries of animosity kumbaya we're all friends yeah never mind Fultiness. which so which was really
0: which is odd Cause you know I'm not saying I'm not saying that we can't evaluate right uh, religious uh, uh, behaviors or acknowledge that there's nuance to a lot of these things. Sure, I mean yeah, there is nuance. We 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 can't just like say like oh this bad this good. But the fact that the show kind of dropped all of those things, I said, okay, let's 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 take it back a notch. Like I uh, someone had commented. Uh, on our twitter when i was like mentioning like why i was a little disappointed with the finale someone said like oh well it's it's religion and you know it's, it's about perspective and not all religions are bad or good it was this whole mumbo jumbo that's just like i don't agree with you know full disclosure you know like i you know i don't believe in all all of that stuff but i can i, I but i can give credit where credits too but there's a difference i think between good faith religions that try to you know between their systems of belief mm-hmm. try to be uh, agents of good and acceptance and then religions like uh, apostate is a dirty word you know yeah. uh, apostate is a word that like cults and and but like to throw around to like remove you from your social and cultural place and it, it, it you know it's not like you're it, it it authorizes you in a way and excludes you from a place of belonging because okay. of x or y thing i mean Apostasy has destroyed family, has destroyed people, and the fact that like we use this very charged term to describe what happened to Edin because of the removal of his helmet, which he did for love for his son, right. right? It's it. I thought there would be more weight and consequence to it.
1: Well, especially because the way that it was portrayed and how the armor was using it. I mean, she was weaponizing religion yes. for her own ends, and then. When it was convenient for her, she would drop it like she did for Bo-Katan. It's like, oh, you are a citizen of both worlds. So Mm -hmm. I don't have to be that strict with you, even though you are a cynic and not a believer. But Mm -hmm. let's punish Mm -hmm. Din because I see Din as a threat. So, you know, he loves his kid. Mm, He's an apostate. You're cool. Take off your helmet. Find me more Mandalorians. And the fact that that hypocrisy and that weaponization of religion was just kind of abandoned. And especially when you look at it from not only Din's perspective, who was indoctrinated as as a child, Mm -hmm. but the journey that we see from Bo, because Bo was kind of the other spectrum. She was a cynic. She didn't believe in anything. And then she starts to find some faith when she loses her people, when she's alone, when she sees the mythosar. Mm -hmm. All Mm -hmm. these things happen. And then you're kind of on the fence with her, too. Is it like, oh, was I being much of a cynic should I be a bigger believer should I buy completely into the religion and we were starting to see that journey with her but that was dropped too Mm -hmm. so
0: because I think I think it would have hurt hurt it's it's a show. I think it would have like it would have irked me a little less if there had been like some middle ground that had been reached between like both not both sides because I think I think the side of Bo is is it's fine ish they still have like their uh superstitions but who doesn't have superstitions and hey, come on eh? Uh, but right. uh, like this whole cult thing i think if there had been like a neutral ground where like the armor is just like oh well if you want to follow this way it's okay but yeah. if you also feel like you need to take up the helmet that's okay we were wrong about that it's about you know if, if there have or been like some nuance
1: like reevaluating, well. right because who knows maybe you know maybe she was raised that well so she in that wholeheartedly, and she was actually trying to change. Yeah. But we don't really see that. We just see her being a hypocrite. So we don't really know if she really had a change of heart or if she's still somehow trying to weaponize this. Exactly. For her benefit eventually, because now she kind of has Bow on her side. Yeah. So I don't know. And I think a lot of it just wasn't because in in the spies episode, we get to see that fight between like both tribes in what I like to call the barge. Um that it's like, it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not easy. This is like years and years of animosity and different ways to believe in your faith. And we can't interfere. We have to let them figure it out by themselves. And to have Grogu be the one who interferes, mm-hmm, like a mm-hmm. child of many worlds, it works. But just- No, no, no,
0: no. no. <laughs> oh, Which is great.
1: The best. And it's so good. No, and I love the no and IG's head shakes like every time he presses nope nope yep 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 (laughs) um which is so empowering for grogu i love Mm uh but mecha mecha
0: grogu as i like to call him now (laughs)
1: Uh, just because mecha grogu intervenes in that one fight that doesn't mean that resolves all the issues and then suddenly towards the end which i get it you fought together once but that animosity that fighting spirit you know against each other the quarreling tribes it had been there before the mm-hmm. It doesn't get resolved. Like I feel like that end was wrapped too tightly in a very fancy bow. Like here.
0: Uh, oh, the contrary. Together. I I think I think it was wrapped up with a, in a messy in a messy bow. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, here's a bow, you know, instead of like, uh, it, it 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 just I, I I I don't know because again we spent three seasons talking about. The cult and what it means mm-hmm. for belonging and and Din's the sense of self, and, and then and exactly and Then we're talking about diaspora and what that means for like Din's identity and like how he's gonna like reckon with like what that what the way is not just yeah. for for the group yeah. but for himself. And yeah. then all, so all of a sudden,
1: apostate finding love with his son,
0: and then all the yeah, different
1: community with Bo, and then it's just like, oh.
0: And yeah, and then no, it's even worse. It's like no, I want to double down on it because I didn't take off my helmet the whole season, but now right. I want my son to double down on it and also take yeah. that creed, which which I think is fuck. I I mean, all disrespect to like our you know our, our 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 families that have done this to all of us and to right. eh, eh, all, other religious people in the world, but like baptizing children it's indoctrination like you're taking the choice yeah. away from them to being able to actively once you have because choose. Choose. you don't make children choose political part well I mean some people do I guess uh, but you don't normally you don't make children choose a political party when they're that age because you know that they don't have the maturity to be able mm-hmm. to like make that decision and the fact that like parents think that with religion is different and that they can impose that upon them I think it's a very toxic trait and I felt yeah. that the show uh, per, per oh my god (laughs) continuing thank you perpetuating thank you jesus christ Uh, perpetuating (inaudible) no no (laughs) i'm an apostate of the english language uh about perpetuating that that thing and kind of like kind of validating it it rubbed me the wrong way it rubbed me the wrong way
1: actually to go back to the baptism because it rubbed me the wrong way too uh, we have Ragnar. And Ragnar chooses
0: it, which is I think it's true, different. Yeah.
1: But that's not it. It didn't rub me the wrong way because of Ragnar. It rubbed me the wrong way because let's suppose Has Vizla was a character that really grew on me.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, so oh then, we'll get we'll get back to him because uh, that was la creme de la creme in that and episode. And
1: creme de la creme of what happened, and it hurt.
0: Mm-hmm, like,
1: losing Has mm-hmm. hurt hurt. Hurt. And then when they do the baptism, there was nothing about like for your father as mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, of the Vizlas mm-hmm, or in honor of like they don't say anything about Has no. sacrifice when that was the absolute perfect opportunity to do it. And I remember watching it and being like, How? I come from this horrible place of hurt, and it's just me, random chick, watching a fictitious show, and the son you're not even doing anything for the mm-hmm. son to honor his father's sacrifice
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what and and it's not because the first episode we had already seen him get baptized yeah In the uh, uh, obviously it wasn't in the living waters but it was right. still he still got baptized so we got we see him get baptized yeah. twice with the same creed yeah. which whatever but, but before we get keep dissecting uh the that final episode let's go back to 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 the spies and kind of keep talking about what happened there you were mentioning Pass Visla, and I think that's I think the most poignant scene well actually before we get to that scene because it's piggybacked by Moff Gideon's introduction with the shadow council which yeah. blew which the that, my my that scene got them was- mind I was not as, expecting that to happen. As, as, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're watching, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see... I mean, if you're listening, you won't be able to see, but like, I have all my Thrawn books out on display because I've always really liked Thrawn. And all of a sudden, when we see the Shadow Con- Council, we see uh, a, a British gentleman in the back with like a very nice white mustache. And I'm just like, that fucking guy looks familiar, but they're not going to do this, are they? And all of a sudden, he's talking about Grand Admiral Thrawn, and I'm just like, no, it can't be. And then it's like, Paleon. And I'm like, God, they did it. They did it. And the casting is perfect. I'm like, this is incredible. And then not just that, then we see on the other side a uh, hucks. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. They they're project they're they're doing project necromancer, which for me was so so, so, so delicious because I could hear hear the, the sounds of thousands of fandom menace people being silenced as <laughs> Mandalorian finally pulled the trigger and was just like nope. We're not yep. retconning anything. We're actually connecting to the sequel trilogy. There you go, baby. Just eat your words. Eat your words, uh, Star Wars Which Theory. Which is something that I have really uh.
1: enjoyed with everything that they've been doing with the Bat Batch and the season of Marvel mm-hmm. War, that they are doing for the sequel trilogy what the Clone Wars did.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And it has worked in a lot of ways that are very, very fulfilling It's Like...
0: Because cause then, like when Gideon asked for the Praetorian guards, I'm like, wait, yeah. it can't be the same Praetorian guards from Last Jedi. And all of a sudden, at Past Less last stand, which, how epic was that? And all of a sudden, we see the three Praetorian guards with the same weapons from The Last Jedi. I was like, oh, oh, yes, here we go. We are living in the Ryan Johnson supremacy. I was yeah. just like, yes, here. Oh, what a glorious fight scene that was. Except-
1: I was still super sad. I was hoping oh. was one of them down.
0: Yeah, like, exce- them exactly. Down. The one that he was holding by yeah. the throat, I, like, thought just just, like, and... yeah, oh, I thought he was just like snap. Yeah, I thought he was snap snap his neck and then like both of them just like he just throws them off and then he dies. But you know, but he still went out. Uh, he He's in you know, the Lace holes. The he's in the holes of Valhalla. I mean, he died with honor a warrior's death. Uh.
1: Well, I mean, even from the beginning when they're like trapped for the sec- for a second and Bogota mm. just looks at him and like nods. And he's just, this is the way. No hesitation. Yeah. He gets in front. Ah. Defends everybody. It,
0: I was always like a past Visla hater a little bit. I was like, hey, stop bullying my boy, Din. But okay. in that episode, I'm just like, my, my, my boy, you're my, oh, boy, my Blue. boy, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. Oh my God. Uh, incredible. Incredible. What a, Again,
1: uh, with the no hesitation. Come with us. It's clear. We're good. There's too many. Gunks. I will protect my queen.
0: <clears throat> a moment of silence. Or pass,
1: okay. And he, and he that was good. He took out. He took, all, out, all the 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 he took yeah. out all the
0: commandos. He uh, took out all the commandos. But oh, that, uh,
1: and I gotta say, I love the sound of Beskar fighting Beskar. Oh yeah, the sound effects. It's it's so good. But anyway. Uh, about
0: but pass, yeah, I again, but you. but exactly. But that episode then ends in that high note where we're just like, uh, oh, this cannot get better, and. It didn't <laughs> i'm sorry everybody who loved the season finale but i remember i saw it this morning right before work and i was just like i think i need to rewatch this to reckon with my feelings uh, because like i had a lot of mixed emotions because i i en- i enjoyed the episode it was a good episode i think it was action-packed i think it was a lot of fun it did a lot of really good emotional beats for din and grogu specifically but in terms of like Again, like we were saying before, like in terms of like completing like all these arcs that we were exploring, it kind of failed. And the biggest thing for me, which I have I seen a lot, pe- a lot of a lot of people well, because you read because the- you because you read the Twitter, uh, and ignoring Twitter, and I've been and I've been and I'm and I'm predictable this way. But the biggest thing for me that the episode did that uh, I was taken aback by the most, and it's something actually I was on 50 minutes. A couple, yep, yep, that's it. A couple months ago, a couple of weeks or months ago, I was on 60 Minutes with T'Challa Fett and obviously Andres, and we were talking about Mandalorian, what it's doing, and we were talking about the Darksaber. And one of the things we were talking about the Darksaber is like its meaning within the show and what's going to happen with it. And one of the things we were talking about is its destruction. Because I'm just, I, I, I was, my thing is not about it being destroyed. Because I think that the Darksaber needed to be destroyed. Because it makes like that. it make it makes sense narratively for the story yeah. that that is that is that is an, a symbol of something that is an impediment for Mandalorian culture to move uh, in a direction in a positive direction to get there, and yeah, it needed because to
1: too be much, too much
0: hinged on the dark saber, too much hinged too on the dark saber, yeah. and and T'Challa like he was saying that like oh well, obviously we're looking at it from a cultural perspective of POCs and he was saying that well it's a it's a white man writing the story so so probably it'll just get destroyed in a flippant way and and whatever and i was like ah. and then all of a sudden what we see like uh, it's just like uh gideon just breaking it and, I- and it's thrown on the floor and then we don't even there's engage no reaction to it there's Nothing. no reaction to it there's no there's no reckoning with it and I, and for me i was like some people were comparing it as with the destruction of the one ring and i disagree with that wholeheartedly because no. the dark saber is not the one ring the dark saber is not an I mean, it was evil a of hope it's not an evil item It's a cultural item of the first mandalorian jedi that united the uh, mandalorians is actually like a power it's like i compared instead of to use the same mythos right instead of the one ring i compared and i put this on twitter i compare with anduril flame of the west Aragorn's sword you know, it's it's an Id- an item from the history of 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 a culture that means something, right? Because Anduril was a force from the shards of Narsil, the ring, the cut. I mean, the the sword that cut the ring from Sauron's hand. So in a way, like Anduril is the opposite of the One Ring. It's it's an it's a yeah. weapon. It's a weapon uh, uh, of good that like bring, brought unity together. And like so you
1: associate with the chosen ruler. It's it's also Excalibur.
0: yeah it's it's Excalibur it's all of those those things that actually mean positive things don't mean negative things but somehow that meaning through like the millennia of Mandalorians became something different unfortunately so I felt uh, and I still feel I mean that
1: I think we had talked about it before that at some point it did need to be destroyed because they had added but the Mandalorians have to destroy it. it right right in an act of like this is our symbol that we've clung to for too right. long, but it's been too divisive. Mm-hmm. We need something else. Right. And then, like, drop it into the Forge. Or Heck, something. that's forge exactly
0: what far. I was going to say. Because, yeah. again, it's the... Uh, go back to Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite of Mount Doom, right? Yeah. Where Mount Doom forced mm-hmm. this uh, evil ring, like the Forge of Mandalore. Because that scene... Imagine that scene from the end of the show when the armor and Bo-Katan light and Bo-Katan the great Forge. it
1: high... But the imagine the best card that you're gonna be using to force. It's the Darksaber.
0: And, a- and it's and it's and it's and it's the armorer and Bo Katan melting the Darksaber together to bring everybody mm-hmm. together. It's like let's 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 break with like these uh superstitions and, and religious dogma and just come together as like one tribe and we're yeah. all Mandalorian and like make something better out of this weapon that has like divided us. And I think culturally that has a bigger impact. And I think that's one of the reasons that we need a more diverse writers group for this show because no disrespect to Fabro. I, I think right. Favreau is a great writer and he has some bangers. And again, the episode is wonderful. Yep. But in terms of like this cultural nuance that Mandalorians cultural necessarily that... have, like as a white dude, like you don't, like, I mean, white. No, no disrespect to like our white American viewers, but like there's there's less like, I mean, yeah, you have like the Constitution, Liberty Bell, all these things, but there isn't like this mythological sense of ancient culture that you've brought with you, right? Because America is still too young of a nation to kind of have that ancientness, right, of of mythology uh, that like other, other cultures do. And when you don't have that, you don't understand the importance that that representation has for other people because right. uh, like you, know, you
1: can be not religious like you and i we are not religious but have
0: but you understand the importance of ceremony history. yeah
1: yeah and to cultural history and what that means to a people and how that can be a unifying force especially to a people like the mandalorians who have always been very powerful but very divided yes
0: because I think it, it would have been a difference if the Darksaber had been treated, treated flippantly, right? It's flippant. Like, no one gives a shit about it. Like, yeah, but it's it this. Wasn't. The whole but it wasn't. There's reverence. It's she yeah.
1: never earned it and all these things. And the only true ruler of Vandal is the one who wields the Darksaber. And... Uh, yeah. So I knew that they were attaching too much importance to it. But the way that it was done, like, when it was just suddenly, oh, it's. I was just like, what did they just it because
0: was kind Because. He... Of...
1: Insulting, honestly, to the entire lore of Mandalorian.
0: because because again they were building, they've been building it up, right through Clone Wars, then Rebels, now in live action. And it's just like you very... keep bringing this this thing, and all of a sudden it's just like ah, never mind. Because even very, even in very last
1: referential to it, because especially mm-hmm. when like Sabine was learning how to wield the Darksaber with Kane and Jars and Rebels. And she didn't mm-hmm. really fully understand what it was because she was the Mandalorian Exile. And to see it then from Bo-Katan, who grew up knowing the importance of the Darksaber and finally really earning it when she saved... Um, didn't with the Darksaber because it was given to her originally by Sabine so she didn't really feel like she really earned it and this time finally earning it, finally reeling it proudly, Mm -hmm, finally mm -hmm. bringing her people together, looking badass as she flew while killing people with the Darksaber, and then in the blink of an eye gone, flippantly destroyed
0: and and again to tie it back to something we were saying before about narrative threats that kind of went nowhere like in book of boba fett like we have the episode of like din struggling to be able to use the dark saber and it's just like what's now in hindsight i'm just like then what was the point of like din struggling to use it if there wasn't gonna be a payoff to it because then he's just like in the jack black and lizzo episode he just like gives it to Bo-Katan in the exact same, okay, not the exact same way, but in a similar way that he wanted to give it to her at the end of season two, yeah, which is kind of like way, okay, so yeah. it wasn't, but in that it wasn't earned. We uh.
1: Playing a little bit, no, we were playing a little bit Elder Wand rules, which is like yes, I was, which, which it yeah. was taken away from me, and then she defeated whoever defeated me, so it's Elder Wand rules, which is better than just I give it to you for free
0: but elder oh. one rules are confusing because if you go by that logic technically uh, emperor palpatine is the master of, of the dark side so it's just like that gets tricky it's it's one of it those weird it, it gets, it gets tricky. tricky so like that's why i'm just like okay so we did all this build build up for like kind of like for for, for and
1: giving it so much reference to just for kinda...
0: for, for, for for i mean i don't want to say nothing because i obviously i know and we know like what the show did with it right cuz that's that, the show is doing Thinks it did what we're talking about. It shows that like this weapon of power really holds no power. The power is upon the people that are trying to right. do the thing, right? And, and so the show does that. But I think the the but problem symbols so have
1: power. The, and the have way that you power. deal with those symbols is important too.
0: And if you're gonna be an iconoclast, which is totally valid, then you kind of can't do the thing that you've been doing. Like if you're gonna be an iconoclast, then forget the symbol. But like you have been giving the symbol a lot of importance. Which, speaking of another symbol, something that annoyed me, and I was stuck in uh, to to chase, aka that gauge, and I we were texting about this this morning a little bit. And the other thing that I got annoyed by in this in the finale, it's like the end, right when like all of a sudden the camera pans down and it goes underwater, and then we th- we see the mythosaur and he's just <laughs> taking a nap, and I'm like, what the hell, man. We, we were building up to the Mythosaur, and like we, we thought we were gonna have this kaiju fight, or that Bo Katan or Din or even Grogu were gonna ride the Mythosaur like some bronco or something. And then he's just taking a nap underwater. It's like,
1: well, but it opens its eye. And, and, it, it, and to me, okay. it's reacting to okay. Grogu. Eh. No, because we were thinking about it originally reacted to Bo Katan, reacted to Din, but I think the Mythosaur is reacting to Grogu. Like Grogu is the ultimate Mandalore.
0: So is Grogu gonna do like a Dragon Ball Z and do like a fusion dance with the Mythosaur and kind of become I like a no? But
1: I, what how I saw Grogu, 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 Sar go from oh. Grogu into the water into the Mythosaur and then it opens its eye and I was like, yeah, it's responding to Grogu.
0: Sure, and I can see that, but the thing, and and, and some people will say that yeah. like, oh well, you can't you can't like uh, really review a show until like you've seen the next part of it, but I I disagree, especially with a season finale that caps an arc. Uh, we can definitely like talk about it in isolation because it's kind of the way it ends. Right. It's meant to be seen as as a as a closure right. of like this 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 narrative. let as, as the as the client said right uh, in season one. Let's us let's us uh, drink libations for the closing of our shared narrative, <laughs> uh, and that's what this was. It's like this is this this story's over. Like we know there's gonna be yeah something else that comes that well, happens. I mean, the mythosaur's but...
1: presence could be the reason that the planet is thriving again. That we get the gardens yeah. and everything coming back, which again, I agree it could just be because there's lack of humans. Because as we see in The Last of Us, the lack of humans makes the world better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yep. nature thrives when humans are removed from the equation. One hundred percent. So we don't really know.
0: We don't really but, know. And obviously, obviously, I know that there's threads that will be pulled at in season four. Right. Obviously, uh, the Mythosaur being one of them, clearly. Uh, I'm pretty sure that we're not done with the armor stuff. I mean, I hope we're not. I, I hope we don't. I hope we're not. We're not because- I, I hope we're not like, oh yeah. It's fine to be. It's fine it's to cool. be a cult. Like we don't. We don't have to pay any consequences for being uh, terrible to the den. Uh, but and I don't know if this was a thing where like uh, Pedro Pascal did not want to be on set this season, so he's like, I'm not taking off my goddamn helmet so because i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to be there in person because i actually preferred the last of us uh but which was great oh 100 uh, yeah. and i don't know about you but it feels to me like if you look at the press uh interviews that like pedro pascal was doing for last of us he was having way more fun doing those than he was with mando yeah. mando he seemed like he's just like yeah. I mean, not to say that he was having a bad time, but he's it's, like, yeah. Yeah. he's like, yeah, whatever. It's a paycheck. But with Last of Us, he looks like he was vibing. But that's just me. I don't know. I haven't talked to him yet. Yet being the operating <laughs> yes. word.
1: Yes. but yeah. I mean, it is a thing that it's it's kind of almost like he regressed a little bit instead of moving. Oh forward.
0: yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: And going back to that uh, baptism scene, which obviously him finally officially adopting Grogu. Now we can. Mm-hmm
0: which which i found odd it's like why i, I thought we i thought we knew that it's yeah. like why why which, do you have to yeah. like
1: which i thought was like oh it's super cool to really acknowledge it in words but he'd been calling him his kid yeah show long show long don't tell now. why does
0: he have to say it when we and already knew it there was no that wasn't a payoff yeah.
1: that he's a mandalorian the whole time and he would be only a mandalorian because he's son. Right. i mean so so it's like all these things that you didn't have to say because you could feel it and then that you say it kind of diminishes it and then you say it in a way where it's like very kind of off bandish like there was no real it, emotion. Was, it was yeah like, oh, well, it was
0: it was I'll less in, less way less impactful in season two when he takes but off his helmet there was no words he takes off his helmet so that he can look at so he can look at him with his own and eyes it so
1: makes me cry and mm-hmm. this is just like oh well then he son and they had Grogu smiles and whatever but there's there was an element missing that should have been one of the most powerful scenes of the show and it just it didn't hit like it should have at least for me again it it could have hit people in a way
0: in a way this feels to me like a rewrite Eh, and a reshoot or whatever you want to call it because and I I actually made this post on Twitter as a joke but you know the final scene Uh, well not the final scene but the the next the previous scene before the final scene uh, when he goes to see Carson Teva at the New Republic uh, base whatever and he's talking to him and he becomes an independent contractor for the (laughs) New Republic and Mm -hmm. stuff when I was seeing that like I I made a post I you know remember like a couple years ago when they announced Rangers of the New Republic and that was supposed to be yeah. That, that was supposed to be the spin-off of Gina Carano. And I, I made a post on Twitter where I scratched off Rangers and it just said independent contractor of the New Republic. <laughs> uh, and I, I did that as a joke at the time, but now talking with you, I'm like, it's now it that scene feels like a reshoot. It's just like, okay, let's figure out like how to do the things we were going to do with the Rangers of the New Republic and now incorporate them into Mando uh yeah. season four. And it's just like, okay, now you're working for the New Republic, so now you're you're the yeah, proxy like, ranger. Yeah. Uh. Yeah.
1: And it's back oh, I am a bounty hunter by trade. Uh, now I'm an independent contractor. Cool. But, but you know what else? What about, else? Growth? What about <laughs> yeah. connecting to your community? Right. What about finding your home? What about Right, helping Mandalore
0: rebuild. You- yeah. yeah. Uh, all of
1: that is just like, oh, we're just bounty hunting.
0: But if an independent contractor also makes me, and, and maybe this was on purpose. I, I'm hoping this was a, a nod to Clerks because it reminded me of the speech oh. from Clerks where they're <laughs> roofing the roofers at the Death Star. It's like the independent contractors you choose your jobs and you choose with your heart, not your wallet. And so I'm just like, maybe, maybe Mandalorian was making a, a a nod to Kevin Smith on that one, which genius if it was honestly. But still, backdoor pilot to have Ranger for the New Republic now become Mandal season four. That's how it felt to me. Yeah, I
1: don't know. It just it kind of felt then at the end like way too definitive like just them and branch yeah for chilling so for a second i was like wait was this a series
0: right it felt like a series finale right which which i have no problem with like i'm okay with like actually the structure of mandalorian being every couple of maybe this is what's three seasons and next and then the next two seasons are an arc something like that i think i think that's kind of a cool structure to, like, have, like, a, it it feel like an anthology a show without it being an anthology show. You know what I mean? Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I enjoy season three. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to make it seem like, I know. oh, season finale didn't tickle. didn't tickle my fancy. Didn't check all my boxes. So it means that the show sucked. Because I actually enjoyed the progression of season three yeah. a lot more than I was season two. It's just that I feel like the ending of season two was like the opposite of the ending of the opposite of season three in a a way. We're like, it's like, what the fuck is happening with Luke Skywalker? Even though I didn't agree at the time. Now he's like, oh, okay. "Eh, There there we go. It was bombastic. It was Um, bombastic. Mr. Bombastic. One of the songs from Star Wars Celebration. Uh, We'll get into that in the next episode. Uh,
1: No, but it was just like, I mean, we do it to ourselves, but it's not necessarily our fault because build-up is there. Because and- they
0: put it there for you on I purpose. Right. And
1: then I was really looking forward to not just. I love the, you know, I'm the Lone Ranger. I started off a cowboy. I leave as a cowboy. It's all good. But now he's raising a son. So raise your son, you know, with.
0: <laughs> raise, raise your son. <laughs>
1: you know, like you can go off on your adventures and do your own thing, and I can train you as a bounty hunter, but let's, you know, there's kids his age.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, would it then, have been cool if he had adopted Ragnar too? Yeah. He's like, hey, hey, yeah. I, I, I got, I got two kids now, because uh, uh, Paz and I became bros, mm-hmm. and now I have a responsibility. I'm a dad already. What's another kid? Cool. Yep. Hey, maybe, but that I don't would know. Have
1: been even more impactful, honestly, in the scene, it's like I already have Grogu as my son. I would like to take on responsibility for Ragnar as well.
0: Ragnar's less marketable. So He's less marketable than Grogu, though din grogu which actually sounds really cool like when the armor said din grogu Grogu. i'm like oh i like it i like it i like it i'm like i'm on board my boy my boy my boy's got a last name he's got a first name din let's go family din Din. plan of din but anyway we could be talking about this i mean we probably would talk about this for hours on end if you let us but uh I think this is a logical closure point. Uh, just we're ending with the same way the season ended. With both Mando <laughs> and Grogu just chilling in the backyard. Helmet's on. Helmet on. Because obviously we're not taking enough. Of, off. Just, you know, chilling before we get our our next contract so we can work for the New Republic. But I don't know. Now, did you have any closing thoughts about Mando season three? Before we sign off on our... Mando series until season
1: four. Yeah, uh, all in all, it was very enjoyable. Yeah. Uh it it was incredible to watch. It's it's always fun. I love Mandalorian. Um, even people that are friends that are not into Star Wars are into Mandalorian. So I think exactly. like it's a show that I really get to talk about a lot, especially when I start nerding out. It's like we don't know what you're talking about. When obviously like, you start everyone, Yeah. everyone.
0: Everyone, if, uh, everyone can talk about Mando, yeah.
1: Yeah, but it's still super fun to not be talking about something, and they'd be like, uh, "I have zero idea what you're talking about." You mentioned mm-hmm. Mando, and it's like, "Oh, I know that." Oh, Baby Yoda, oh. Baby
0: Yoda, yeah. <laughs> wrong. Din Grogu, Din Grogu, the Foundling Din Grogu.
1: <laughs> so I'm definitely going to miss not having the Mandalorian around.
0: But, but we have a Soka have... to look forward to.
1: But we have a Soka, which has been. I'm still skeptical about. Oh, I told you a bunch of times. We'll talk about that, that the trailer. Setup yeah. has been really good. We'll talk about the trailer and other Star Wars Celebration stuff. We get the last season of the Bad Batch coming. Uh, we have I saw the
0: trailer. Three. I saw the trailer for we season have more three. Visions. So, and, oh, I mean, oh, I can't talk about it. But maybe we have something about Visions, and we'll be able to talk about it in uh, May third, maybe. Eh
1: we're getting films again hopefully so i'm a little sad that mando is over but it has never been such a good time to yep. be a star wars fan
0: mando so. may be over but star wars is thriving,
1: it's thriving. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah any last words
0: oh uh, there's no last words because we will continue to speak because the this is the way we have spoken we will continue to speak and the triad is healthy it's thriving and it's (laughs) the year has officially started the year did not start on january 1st 2023 it started whenever star wars celebration started on friday two weeks ago that's when 2023 started and that's when the triad got reinvigorated so there's a lot more coming so hold on to your butts because it's going to be a fun ride
1: don't forget to like subscribe (laughs) leave some comments let us know what you thought about this finale for a uh, Mandalorian I was going to say Andor.
0: <laughs> Andor season 2 is also coming so yeah.
1: Oh, we're going to be so um, over that one. Mm, give me some Andor. But yeah, but remember to like and subscribe, give us comments about what you thought of Mandalorian season 3. We could be completely wrong. It's yeah. fine. We love conversations. Let us know. And until next time, we will be back. May the force be with you.